Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Hyatt Ziva Riviera Cancun at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This is a transformative time for black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Y'all ready? Uh, let's go. Welcome, this is Michael Collier's world. Started on Venice Beach, now he reaching the world. He'll make you laugh till your stomach hurts. Super fly, nice guy. And pray if you need the word. While he dressed to the night. Come on, get ready for the star search winner. An OG three times, this ain't no beginner. Whether you in your house, you on your burger, out to dinner. On your job, in your car, turn it up and hey, remember. Michael Collier. Michael talks to everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome to Michael Talks to Everybody. One day, I get to do a one-on-one with you. It's going to be spectacular. Today, um, my show is called Regular People. I want to talk to two regular folk, and I was so impressed by them. Uh, I had gone to an event. I think it was in Sacramento. No, what's the other place near Fresno? Was it Fresno, guys? San Bernardino. San Bernardino. Nowhere near it. Okay, so it was San Bernardino. <laughs> and I went to this event, and, and this lovely couple came up and spoke, and they spoke their truth, and they talked about where they came from, and they talked about where they are. And where they came from ain't easy. It ain't easy. But the energy 
and the joy that they have in their lives drives it so easily that you don't even worry about where they were. Where they were don't mean nothing no more. They've eradicated that by where they are now. They've changed this, their minds. They said, if you want to change your life, change your mind. And to hear these people be keynote speakers and then go back and tell us a story where it began, I thought it was fascinating. We brought them on the morning show, and they did so good that I want to give them even more time so people get to know who is Truvette and Johnny. Hey, Truvette and Johnny, welcome to the show. Welcome, 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 welcome. How y'all doing? (laughs) Thank you, Michael Collins. Thank you. It's a pleasure for us to be here. I appreciate you. How how long have you guys been together now? 13 years. Oh, that is so good. Most people can't stand each other for 13 minutes. That's pretty good. (laughs) And and for a good portion, well, I'd say about five of those years, we were together 24 hours a day, every single day. Really? Why was that? Because we weren't working. Wasn't nobody working. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys came up on a podium at the event and you told your story about how you guys started with adversity. Can you tell me a little bit how you met that whole thing? We met, we met in a substance abuse program in Los Angeles. What was the substance? Uh, it was crack cocaine. Well, I'm just surprised I didn't run into y'all in one of them rooms. All right, go, all right, go <laughs> I ahead. Think run, I think you did run into him. I never ran into No, not crack, no. All right, go, what, was your, what was your drug of choice, sir? Crack. Oh, but we you just didn't been, make it. We couldn't have been together if we didn't have an appreciation for crap. <laughs> so if y'all didn't have an appreciation of crap. <laughs> Love it. That's that's where that's where that's where our journey began. Well, it actually began in the program. We were sober. And um I sometimes. No, I was sober in the program. And so he came in after I had been in there for like six months. He he weighed about 120 pounds. And she was all on me. Yeah, I wasn't. Mm, mm. <laughs> Come on, somebody. <laughs> but all the girls were, though, really, when he came into the program. So we were in the program doing everything under the sun that you're not supposed to do in a program. Johnny, y'all know y'all not supposed to be no couple. Y'all ain't supposed to couple up in the program. You know, Johnny, Johnny over there digging them down at the, at the rehab. I don't know if that's okay now. We 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 did everything they told us not to do in the program. <laughs> oh my and God. then we got out of the program and relapsed and wondered why the program didn't work. Right. And Johnny used to be so funny. He would be like, that shit don't work. <laughs> we, had never, we had never done anything we were supposed to do. So of course it wasn't going to work. <laughs> wow. And, I mean, this is it's a miracle in what this is, in that, first of all, you guys aren't supposed to have even hooked up because you're in the program. But you you were able to hook up and take that hook up and turn it into a good thing because y'all got together and stayed together. Y'all found some type of common ground that keeps you going. And, and you told me about it one time. It got so bad you guys have to move into an alley, but it wasn't a bad alley. Tell me that story. In every neighborhood, uh, there's a Pops, right? In, in every crack neighborhood, there was a Pops. So we saw we had been up, like, for days. We had been riding the buses in L.A. and the trains all night just to go to sleep. Right. And um, we were on uh, Broadway and Gage. Mm-hmm. And Pops comes uh, walking down the street with this basket, 
And, you know, he stopped and talked to us and we were like, uh, yeah, we're trying to find a spot. He said, I, I got a nice spot for you. Okay. I got a nice spot. He said, just if you could help me push this basket. And the basket had a big old mattress on it. Oh, and some oh, other stuff. So, so we helped him push the basket down the street, down Broadway in L.A. Turned up and he said, yeah, the spot's right down here. So when we got to the spot, it was an alley. And when I looked at the alley, this is how crazy I was. When I looked at the alley, I was like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> oh my god oh my god this is nice and she she immediately um flipped it you know housewife mode and um grabbed a, a tree branch or some of the palm tree branch laying on the ground right she grabbed that and started sweeping the alley you know getting our little spot Your together home clean and, <laughs> yeah <laughs> and oh. um, and that's where we uh set up shop right there in that alley mm -hmm. how, how, how long do you think you guys lived out there in that alley I think we were there probably for a couple of months in, in just in the alley. And I think we woke up one day and and um the smell kind of mm. just kind of a moment of clarity up. we had. It was a moment of clarity. And, and we were like, ooh, we got to get up out of here, you know. And so we packed up what we could, you know, mm -hmm. you know, the little clothes that we did, and we went downtown the skid row. And um, we went to the Midnight Mission. At that time, they had a courtyard. Okay. So we were sleeping on the ground in the Midnight Mission, but it was a courtyard. You could shower every day. Um, you could eat. And we weren't oh, using... Oh, it was a courtyard by Marriott. It was a... <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it, it was our Marriott. It was our Marriott. <laughs> So we could go around and get new clothes every day and all of that. So nice. we had decided that we weren't going to use until we got housing. We were going to use, but we weren't wow. going to do it until we got housing. So y'all have self-control then. I mean, that's self-control when an addict can hold off from using until a situation is better. The, the, the fact that, you know, we had no money helped. That helped. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that made it a lot, lot easier. <laughs> made it a lot easier. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Yeah. So after those months, how'd you get in? Somebody gave somebody a job? What happened? Well, no. What happened is that I decided at this time, because I had a history of mental health issues. So I decided I was going to get some SSI again because I had, I had it before. Right. And so um, we started going to Social Security and he was like, he, he was like my. Uh, I was your advocate. He was my advocate. <laughs> and so we would go to SSI and and I want, want to say that 80% of the stuff I presented in the Social Security office was true at the time because, you know, that crackhead me, you know, I was gone. But I was also smart enough to make the severity greater. Mm. So I was talking to Walls. I just wasn't talking to him as much as, wow. you know, it appeared. So mm. um, we ended up in, in what they called the EDAR program. At, and that was just some tents, um, military-made tents that the Midnight Mission 
would put people in when they were in the housing program. And so we were in the uh, the housing program and it took us about five months before we finally got an SRO. Each of us got an SRO. What's the SRO? Stay in the room only? Stay- Finger room occupancy. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead. But it was a brand new building that was furnished by the Paris Hilton Foundation. What? Okay. He tried to pay. I think his we were the first ones in the there. The first ones that moved in. Yeah. Come on. And I believe they didn't tow it up now, but yeah, uh, it, right, it was nice when we moved in. Yeah. And I believe his rent was fifty-two dollars. Fifty-two whopping bucks a month. And my rent was fifty-six dollars a month. That's a lot of money when you smoke crack. Hey, you ain't lying. <laughs> That's a lot of money. <laughs> we were there for a year, mm-hmm. and we paid rent about three months out of that year. And what happened the rest of the time? We were on skid row. We were smoking. <laughs> Dang. Didn't have no, didn't have money for rent. That wasn't right. it. Was no, wasn't no money left for rent. That's yeah. rock money. I ain't gonna be. We we was lucky. We was lucky. We was on skid row and that they fed everywhere. everywhere. You could yeah. always go get a plate of food somewhere. Yeah. Because we didn't buy no food. Yeah, we weren't buying. We were just that. Our our rooms were the smokehouse. That's what it <laughs> mm. was. You mm. know, and so as it turned out, for whatever reason, people always gave us credit. Okay. You know, I guess we seem like nice addicts. Yeah, plus you're a couple. You're a family. Plus we're a couple. Okay. So they gave us credit and we owed everybody in LA. I hope none of them are watching your show right now. Because they don't know where to find you. Because <laughs> they don't know where we are. <laughs> and if they're not watching them, I'll call and tell them. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> and uh, so we had to get up out of there. So tell them what. So we owed uh, a guy in the uh, SRO we lived in. We owed him like what? $900 or something. Oh. They, they would let us run up stupid tabs. Right, and, right. Uh, you know, knowing that we smoking and, uh, you know, we wow. can't pay no nine hundred dollar tab. So no. when she got her when she got her check, we started smoking that night and then decided that we got to get up out of here because we ain't going to have this boy's money in the morning. And uh, <laughs> when he comes through to get his money, we're not going to have it. We done already started. And uh, so we left and uh, we left. We got a room and uh, well, we smoked a little bit. Then we got a room. And then um, <laughs> I called my uh, I called my sisters in in Stockton, mm-hmm. and um, I told they had never met her. And I called them and I said, "Hey, look, you know, I'm out here in L.A. and things have gotten hectic, and it could get dangerous for me. And I need you to send me a ticket one way because I ain't coming back here um, one way to to uh, Sacramento or Stockton. And uh, I have sisters in Sacramento and Stockton." Mm-hmm. And I said, but I'm not coming if you don't send her a ticket. And um, they had never met her. And one of my sisters was like, you know, I'm not sending him no ticket for no girl that he got out there, whatever. This. And then my other sister was like, well, if he's saying that and she's with him, then she's with him and we can't get him and leave her. And so she sent us two tickets. Mm-hmm. And so we took those two tickets and we we had food stamps and everything. No, oh. we no. Well, we went and got on the bus and got out of LA. I, we I couldn't pay all them. I, I yeah, no, we couldn't. We okay. couldn't pay all them people. And um, you so we, we got out of LA and uh, yeah. and hit Sacramento. And then my younger sister, um, 
she got us an apartment. She put down the down payment, everything, got us in this apartment. And um, that's where we started. But then once we were Wait, in the that apartment. that was your new restart. That was the new that restart, kind of. Sort okay, of. so let's stop right there. Because now we're at the restart. We're going to take a quick break. We got to sell some soap to some of y'all who need to wash your <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back. Michael talks to everybody. <laughs> Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Iberostar Star Hotels and Resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. And we're black. I mean, we're back. Hello, man. I am with True Vet and Johnny. And these are real people, you know. I mean, in life, you have real circumstances. One thing I, I think a lot of us forget to look at is 100% of the times that, think, that things went bad in our lives, 
we got to the other side of them. 100%, no matter how bad, how terrible, how scary, how frightening, how ugly, how embarrassing a thing was, today, you're on the other side of it. And so we can always get to the other side. We just have to realize how to take our time, figure it out, and go step by step. We gotta watch our steps. So, you guys, okay, pick up where we left off. So, um, so my sister got us into the apartment. Okay. And um, so we have a place to stay now. We have an apartment. We're paying rent for three years. Yeah, we paid rent. and But then we started using in this apartment. And then so kind of the wait, same scenario wait, that was in. in. Hold up. How long did you stay in there before y'all start using again? Well, we <laughs> stayed there for three years and we were able to pay rent consistently for three years. But to answer your question, we started using Please. like as soon as my sister drove off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Boy, the truth will set you free, won't it? Yeah, so we'll fast track a little bit. Um, so after a couple of years of that, you know, um the same we find ourselves in the same situation. We owe people money, same thing. It was all bad, all ugly. And but um she had um, you know, she was great at, you know, she could go into a um uh, uh, the social security office and everything. And she knew how to, she's a therapist. She's a clinician. So what well, you, you already, but she already knew all the diagnoses, the symptoms and how to, what, which, which role you have to play to get whatever diagnoses. So she was getting her SSI. I was her in, in all supportive care worker and they gave us back pay, which allowed us to get a, a 2016 vehicle. And um, right. that we're that we still have today. Still have it today. That's All right. I'm gonna applaud. That's I'm gonna applaud that because you can get a couple of really big rocks for that for that type of car. <laughs> right. All right, go ahead. That's paid off. And, paid off. and so, but because off. we have this car now, we don't feel the apartment is um as important as it was. So we decided not to pay rent and stay in the car. <laughs> no. And then we did that, and then we smoked a little bit. And realize that the car is uncomfortable. Yeah, we realized that the car was uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to try to so, sleep and live in a car. So we pulled up. We were parking around Sacramento's would be their Skid Row area. And wait, we wait. had decided. Truvette, wait. Truvette, wait. So <laughs> Johnny said we had found out. What did you y'all found out? We found that out that it was uncomfortable in the car. to sleep in a car. You can't stretch out correctly in the car. <laughs> See, in my day, when we were really out there, we didn't have a car or anything. It looked like the people that were sleeping cars, like they had it made. And so, you know, so that's that's as far as the that's as far as the dream went to wow. have a car to sleep in. It didn't go any further than that. And so we wait. Went so I want to um I want to touch on this because earlier you said um that something was a miracle. Um, but this is what I want to touch on is what I think is a real miracle. Okay. Um, we woke up one day and we said, you know what? I'm tired of this life. I'm tired of this shit. And she said, me too. And I said, you want to throw all these pipes, all this stuff, all this garbage away and just, you know, and she said, yeah. And from that day to this day, we ain't used no more. Right. And that is the true miracle. That is. And oh, we my were, God. And How we long ago were, was that? How long ago was that? Uh, that wow. was 2014. I thought you were going to say that was Tuesday. Okay. All right. That was. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have gone almost 10 years without using. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I'm proud of you. 
we were still homeless though. So we were mm. in the car. We was we were parking in Sacramento Skid Row area, watching everybody use. Everybody use. We're just watching this stuff, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't believe that we have gotten ourselves in a situation where we are no longer in the community. What I call the community is the real world, and we're here. But I decided that I would use a uh, go to a place called El Hogar Guest House in Sacramento, and I have to give those people props mm-hmm. because what they did is I have a history of mental health issues. They got me back on medication that I'm not taking right now, but I, I did take them, and we were making all of our appointments, and within like three or four months, the, they were like, you know, we have money for housing. We were like, okay, but we have an eviction. They were like, we have money for housing. But we can't get people to make their appointments. Mm. So you guys are making all, you're making all your appointments. So I'm going to talk to the director and see if we can get you paid up. And I was like, but we don't want to live here. Because my mother, by that time, my mother had let us come live with her. So we were driving back and forth from Sacramento, from Fresno to Sacramento to make appointments. Okay. And so my mom was needing help. And I said, so we would like to move to Fresno. Do we have to get housing here? And they did. They were like, no, we will pay off the eviction. And you guys find an apartment in Fresno and we will pay down your whatever they want you to pay in order for you to get that apartment. Nice. And they did. They did that. And so we stayed in that apartment. For four years. So just tell me, where are you now in life? That's Fresno. Where, we're, in, we're in Fresno. Not the city. Not the city. Not the city. Where are you where in Where we your are. Life? So we stayed, yeah. we stayed in the apartment oh, for in four life. years. Okay. During mm-hmm. that time, I, got, I went back to school. Mm-hmm. I got my master's degree in, mm-hmm. in clinical counseling. I got off Ooh. medication. Nice. Um, I, I, I started working at Fresno County where I was a client. So I began my first job at Fresno County um, as a therapist. And then I started working at a hospital now in Fresno as a therapist. And I'm doing my PhD. Um, It's my first semester of my PhD program. So I am presently pursuing my bachelor's. Um, I'm going to fast track to the master's. And I'm at the Pavarello house working with the homeless. And so in this story, we went from, you know, the depths of Skid Row to homeowners. Now we, we own our own place and uh, her mother now lives with us. And um, yeah, and we're still um, evolving. We're still growing. He just got his AA degree this summer. Wow. So he was going to be content with that degree because I'm the school person. Okay. And so he started working at the Pavarello house. And he has all the good ideas. Johnny is a great manager. He has a bunch of ideas. And so the organization keep taking his ideas. Yeah, I keep creating uh, groups and programs. to. Um, so it's a housing first program. It's um, low barrier and uh, harm reduction. And so, you what know, we that? know that what, they're wait, getting what high. What is that? What is that? What's low barrier and high reduction? What did you say? It's low? Low barrier, meaning that... Um, we're not putting a lot of pressure on them to stop, you know, using or anything like that. The objective is to get them housing first. 
And the harm reduction is that they're inside in a in a room where they can get high in the room, which is safer than where they were getting high. And so, but nobody's a so the ultimate goal is to give them some keys to their own place. And we've given out sets of keys to different um, residents so far. But my concern was that we're not equipping them with anything. You know what I mean? They're taking the same addictions and behaviors. We're handing them keys. And I already know when you gave, when I got keys and I was still an addict, I know what I did. So I know what they're going to do. And uh, so I wanted, I started creating these groups and these programs to, um, you know, to uh, give them some substance, to give them, to arm them with something. And um, they're taking my ideas and using my ideas and then giving them to this guy who's got a master's degree and uh, letting him run with, you know, the things that I came up with. And it was kind of like the second time because I helped these design a program at the Fresno Black Chamber of Commerce and they did the same thing to me. So I I made a guy, I was like, okay, I need some letters behind my name because you're not going to just keep taking my vision and then and then just pushing me to the side. That's not going to continue to happen. So that's what inspired me to now go back. And, um, you know, I, I can't catch up to her because she's in her PhD program now. But, you know, if I can get the master's, then together, you know, um, we can manifest some vision and kind of, you know, give back with some of the experiences that we have combined with our education. It's got to be, it can't be that we went through all of those experiences. In vain. In vain. It, it cannot be that. It has to be that I, that we were equipped with some knowledge and some understanding and some compassion and right. some empathy that we can use for people that need it. That's, that is the belief. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, it is, um, it's like, it's giving back. Okay, we're just saying we only have five minutes left. So what I want you guys to do is say, what is the one thing you would like people to know? I just got to say, you are a magical success story. You are a wonderful survival story. And I, when I first saw you on stage uh, speaking, I was like, I love this couple, how you love each other, and how you found each other in, I guess, the stock in a pile of trash. Basically, you found each other in the, the <laughs> den of hell, but you saw through all the bullshit and you saw each other, and you was able to see each other. And, and through your duel working together, you guys are lifting yourselves up and turning lives around because you're believing in yourself and you're marching forward. What would you like to leave the people with? First, Truvette, what would you like to leave people with? I think I would, that when you see people walking down the street that are homeless in any city, that you remember our story so that you know that you don't know where those people came from and you don't know where those people are going to go. And the important thing is that we pray and we provide what we can to everybody. You know, if it's on your heart, where nobody is any better or any worse, we just are all in situations. And sometimes we're in situations that we're not able to get out of. Hmm. That's, that's, that's so true. Mr. Johnny, what's your final words? My final word is that, you know, in life, you know, um, we have um, experiences in life, you know, and sometimes, you know, uh, storms hit us in life. And, you know, the ability to be able to stand through a storm and weather the storm because, you know, you trust it and you have faith and you believe those experiences and those storms. Because once the storm clears, you know, the, the, sun, the sky is sunny. There's a rainbow, maybe a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Right. But you have to right. weather the storm. And so I would like to encourage 
uh, everyone to, you know, no matter what you're going through, it's a temporary storm. And if you stand tall through that storm, it's going to clear up and the sky is mm. going to get sunny again. And um, that's that's what I would like to encourage people to uh, remember as they're in a struggle or, or experiencing some things. Mm. Lord, give me the serenity <sighs> to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things, to change I, can, the things I can and the, and wisdom, the wisdom to know, know the, the difference. difference. You are my brothers in sobriety, and, and, and uh, I appreciate you, my brother and my sister, in sobriety. I, you also are heroes of mine. I, I hold you in high esteem because you've been all the way in the lion's, not just in a den, you done walked into the lion's mouth, into the jaws of the lion, and you did what dance you had to do to get you back to where you are, and now you're trying to help other people. You've got over 10 years of sobriety. God is great, no matter what anybody else tell you, and y'all pretty doggone good yourselves. So I want to say thank you so much for sharing part of your story with us. Like I said, I'm calling I'm calling this episode Real People, because y'all are real people. Y'all are down to earth. you found each other you see where the love and light is god bless you real good we well, appreciate you michael really, tyler really appreciate you for allowing us to just share thank you do you guys have social media they can follow on well we do we have a we we have facebook and we have a you know instagram account i believe all right so under what name on facebook um facebook i'm under true vet bun and he is under johnny Fun. Okay, I think everybody should have heard that by now. Okay, good. It's clear. It's clear where everybody's from. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing with us. And keep on being who you are, authentic people who are continuing to evolve out of a situation that you don't want and evolving into a bright, well-lit situation where you want to do your dance with spirit and life and God. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Have an amazing evening. Just keep on being y'all because y'all the real deal, Holyfield. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Michael Dahlia. I appreciate you. Hey, y'all, you've been listening to Michael talk to everybody. Today, I talked to regular folk, just real people, you know what I'm saying? And they had a, a struggle similar to mine, and they, they worked it out. They worked it out. You might be going through something yourself today. I just want you to use this as an example of knowing that you can work it out too, man. You know, if anybody can, you can. And if you can, why not now? So God bless you real good. I hope everybody is doing really, really well. If you're out there and you're struggling with any type of addiction, Please get some help. Don't don't be ashamed to ask somebody to help you. Reach out, pick up the phone, make a call. Somebody got you, and I got you today in prayer. Have a magnificent day, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. I had a good time today. I hope y'all did too, man. Thank y'all for checking us out here at Michael Talks to Everybody. Hey, you can follow me, man. I'm easy to follow. I'm on Instagram, just under at Michael Kaya. I'm on TikTok. That's Michael Kaya 135. I have a very sexy webpage called TheRealMichaelKaya.com. You know, you go over there, you can find out about my merchandise and what I'm doing and where all my shows are. Everything is right there. Or if you really love me, you can go to my cash app. That's dollar sign, Michael Kaya's money. I'm playing with y'all, but I accept green stamp, food stamp, Canadian money. I'll take your bus transfer if you got some time left on it. And my morning show, oh my goodness, the Michael Kaya morning show. That's 7 a.m. Pacific time, yo, five days a week. This has been a Raylock Group production. I'll see y'all later.
<laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with Cheap Caribbean Vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reuse hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Turns out, a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today.